Hey, what's going on? My name's Chris Aquez, and this is Your Best Life Defined. Nice to be back. I took uh, about a week off to get ready for our move from Meeker, Colorado to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Don't really like messing with the internet or trying to do uploads while we're on the road. There's enough to think about when we're traveling. I think about that transition, man. Can you imagine in less than a month you get rid of everything out of your life? You actually liquidate everything you have. And you, except for your, your house is on the market and you're living in a, in a fifth wheel. Ooh, that is some scary stuff there, man. I'll tell you what, there were a lot of tears because, um, you know, you have stuff. You have things that you that you value. It represents who you are. It represents your history. And, and for us, it was a choice. We said, okay, this is what we got to do. And we worked it worked it over and over again in our heads and we didn't want to do it and then we thought about it and it was a good idea and it was a bad idea and and let me tell you actually the the worst idea the worst direction a worst direction for us although we probably would have been fine was we were actually talking about getting a sailboat see I, I worked in the federal prison and when i was there i met all kinds of interesting people but one of the people i met was um he was a sailor he's an older guy he was about 60 years old i can't remember his name i wish i could but he's a great guy. He just, you know, he just got caught with drugs in the wrong place and he got two years of federal time because of it. But he had, his brother was actually helping him secure a new boat and he was, he'd been a sailor all his life. He'd sailed to the Caribbean. I don't know if he'd ever sailed around the world or not, but he got me all excited when I first talk, started talking about getting rid of the house and getting rid of all the stuff and maybe taking a different direction for our life. So I was going to buy a sailboat. Now, there are some downsides to a sailboat. And of course, being the person that I am, the first thing I do is I jump into this whole research thing about sailing, learning everything I can. I had sailing apps on my phone. I'd list, I'd read every, um, a ton of books. It took me about a year. I read all kinds of books, audible books about, about sailing and living the life on the water. And I just was all into it. And then I read one book and it talked about a seven-day storm this guy and his family his i think it was his wife and his two kids and they were older they were 14 15 years old but they're in a standard sailboat and i don't remember the dimensions of the sailboat but they get caught in the storm and this guy he says you know for seven days i was like i was fighting the storm and puking and fighting the storm and puking and and this is how serious i got about it i was actually thinking about deterrent systems for pirates if we're out to sea right i don't want to be taken hostage by no pirates right so i came up with all kinds of strategies electric fence and and defense systems and this and that and it was kind of, <laughs> that's that's how far in i'd gotten but after all we got to looking at it it just wasn't I, the learning curve is way too steep for me i don't care how many books you read sailing needs to be done it doesn't need to be read about right and rv is the same way but it's a little more forgiving you make a mistake in an rv you just pull over to the side or you, you trade insurance information and get it fixed after the fact right but you make a mistake at sailing and you could probably <laughs> ocean is a not forgiving you'll end up being dead right so we stepped away from that but to the point of this is where where does that come from where do you just wake up one day and you say you know i'm going to change my entire friggin life you know it seems like this phenomenal issue this but well, we kind of laugh at it now, and there's parts that were hard. There's parts that leave, left a few scars, like when we got rid of some of the stuff that my wife, I mean, Sandy, she loved their parts of her life she loved. And, and it, was, it represents memories. 
But what's interesting about it is the memories are there even if the stuff is gone. I don't have the house, our first house on South 5th Street anymore, but I remember every moment in it, or nearly every moment in it. I remember the important ones. But getting to that point, it, for me, for Sandy and I both, it, it, came, it came to sitting down and, and discovering who we, who we are. Not who we were or who we wanted, but who we are. And when I t- actually was honest with myself and I said, okay, what things am I doing that I actually love to do? What things do I wake up to excited about every day? And the truth was, I wasn't excited about too many things in my life. I mean, I was doing it. I was doing it just like everyone else. I'd wake up every day and I'd go to that job and I'd get off that job. I'd take care of those things, that list of things I had committed myself to, committed my resources to. But there weren't too many moments within that that I said, yeah. I mean, there weren't too many moments within that when it felt like it did to drive through Chicago. I mean, Chicago was interesting because I, uh, when we went to Colorado last time from Grand Rapids, Michigan, I broke a shackle bolt, so I had to make repairs to my rig. Well, of course, I don't do anything halfway, so I put an air ride suspension, and I had problems with brakes, so I put disc brakes on my on my fifth wheel, and it really helped. So coming, but coming through Chicago, headed north on this trip, man, it was just beating us up. I mean, the roads were terrible, right? And I'm cringing with every bump. And I'm thinking, ah, this is not the good part of RVing. You know, worried about breaking a shackle bolt on a busy interstate or breaking down, which, you know, when it really comes down to it, if you break down and you can't move the trailer, you can't move the trailer. There's nothing you can do, right? You broke down. <laughs> so I shouldn't be cringing every time I hit a bump. I've done everything I can. But, but even in those decisions like that, it's like, okay, we're going to Grand Rapids. You have the fear, you question it, you wonder if it's a good idea, you wonder if it's the best idea for you, if it makes your life better. You do all kinds of things in your mind, and then you do it. You start with you. You know, I show up every day because part of this is about me acquiring or having the feeling that there's someone down the road, someone is going to say, you know what, I needed to hear exactly what you said. I was doing what I was doing. I didn't know why. No one had ever told me there was any other option. And then, and then you came along. You did this podcast. You show up every day and you talk to me about what I'm doing. That's why I do it. I show up here every day. Every day because if I don't, who's going to? <laughs> I, might not, I might not be telling you everything you need to know, but I'm trying, right? I'm trying to share with you that the reality is that anything you want to do in life, within reason, But keep it in perspective. But the reality is anything you want to do in life is within your grasp. And all you have to do is look at yourself and say, okay, today's the day I'm going to do it. Today's the day that I'm going to get off my butt and I'm going to start doing the things I need to do to achieve that goal, to go where I want to be. Now, the tough part is choosing. And what's really scary is telling people about it. You know how scary it is for me to sit down here? Not so much anymore because actually I'm I'm at this point at 120. This is my 124th podcast. It feels like what I should be doing. It feels like, well, okay, I got to be somewhere. This is where I'm going to be. This is my job right now. And what's interesting about this is I created this job. 
Is it likely that it's going to go anywhere? Yeah, I think it probably will. You know why? Because consistency breeds association and, and consistency increases quality. Even if I don't have the skills or I didn't have the skills to be a podcaster when I started and to share my stories in a way that you understand, I bet you in another hundred podcasts I will. I bet you another hundred podcasts, I will be able to actually sit down here and have a conversation with a group of people, not just one or two listeners, but a group of people who have actually weeded through the mess of learning how to do what I do and have arrived at the point with me to where I actually get it. I actually understand what you need and I'm able to share ideas with you that make your life better. That's how my life starts every day. In fact, I got to tell you, I probably think more about your life than you do. Not, not necessarily about the things you do every day in your life, but I spend a lot of time every day thinking about you and what I can do or what I can give you that will help you achieve more in your life, help you have more joy, more happiness, more contentment, more fun, play more, live more than you are now. Because that's really what this entire story is about. But the, the sad thing is I wish I just had a, a, a wand, a, a magic spell. I just go, make it easy for you. But I can't. If you don't want to have to listen to this, then do it. Commit it to memory and just do it. And it starts with you. What, do you, what thing in you is like, ah. Or better yet, here's something to think about. Let's start with what it feels like to live your life. Now let's cut all the, the standard questions and answers. Let's cut all the standard answers and about, oh, you know, I'm feeling good, I'm happy. No, I'm talking about on the inside. Five o'clock in the morning, the alarm goes off. You got one of those alarms where the light goes, shines in your eyes. You're like, ah. Swing your feet off the edge of the bed and go to stand up. And you're just thinking, what do you, how does that feel? How does it feel to get home from work and realize you don't have any beer in the fridge? You thought you did, but you didn't because you drank more than you did the night. Thought you did the night before. So you got to go back out. You got to fight that traffic. You got to look at all those angry people, and not even people anymore. The sad, I'm having issues with this COVID-19 thing and the mask. Not because I don't think the masks are necessary, but because I can't see who you are with a mask. It's funny. We walk into banks with masks now, and no one goes, "Oh my God." <laughs> That's funny. You can't tell the robbers from the rest of the world now. Oh, hey, give me your, oh, you're a robber. Oh, you tricked me. I didn't think he was. I just thought you was a regular person. <laughs> you know, you can't see smiles anymore. You know how hard it is to smile with your eyes when you're my age? My eyes are sagging. They're about falling, they're about falling down. My eyes are about closed when they're wide open, okay? So, I mean, for me to show you a smile with my eyes is almost impossible. <laughs> That's kind of off track there, but it's true. It's true. So I show up every day and I say, hey, shaking the tree. Hey, it starts with you. What are you going to do today? What are you going to do with it? You got this life. You have these moments. What are you going to do with them? How are you going to make them as amazing as possible? How can you get your most, the most value out of your time? Not about money, I can tell you that. It's not about money. It is about waking up every day with something that drives you forward. And I'm not talking about the autopilot life that most of us live, where you wake up and you go through that cycle, that same cycle of sameness, that, that 
list of things you do on Monday and then Tuesday and Wednesday and then pretty soon you get to Saturday and you still have another list of things you do. I'm talking about those things beyond that. What are you doing that that still needs to be resolved that has taken your life, who you are, what you love, where you want to be to a new level? You don't have to be like everyone else. You You don't have to be like your mom or your dad. You choose to. Not a criticism. I was there. Not a criticism at all. I was there. Question is, look what you're missing out on. Look around. It killed me when we pulled into that high dollar, rich place RV park. But it actually motivated me too. Because what do you do when you look at someone who has more than you and you're like, oh, woe is me. I was crying in my uh, at the pond. Oh, woe is me. You go after it. I've got more writing done on my book since that incident happened than I had in the last two weeks. Because all of a sudden I realized, okay, if I want that, I have to go after it. So I'll write a book. I don't have any idea if anyone wants to read my book or not, but there's a chance. I mean, maybe there is a chance. Maybe somewhere down the road, someone will say, wow, I get it. And maybe maybe I'll just hone the message in the book by doing it on, on a podcast and then repeating that effort by in writing. Maybe between the two efforts, I can actually hone, shape this thing into something that's actually worth reading, that's actually worth engaging. <laughs> I don't know, but I know if I don't do it, it's not going to get done. The same is true for you. Not too, uh, not too bad of an idea. I mean, it's not the worst idea you've probably heard or will hear today. And guess, guess what? If you put that effort into it, and nothing happens, what have you lost? You lost the experience. You, you still have the experience. You still have the, 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 the knowledge of knowing what doesn't work. And that's what success is about. That's what success is about. That's what success comes from. Sometimes we just don't step into success. Sometimes we have to use the uh, rule of elimination. We have to try this. Oh, that didn't work. You try that. My whole life is that story. And the imperfections in the video, the imperfections in the audio, there's really not much I can do about it. I'm not going to stop because I'm not perfect. Because you're not perfect either. So I think, well, we're probably on the same playing field. And if you have more or less than me, and you're still going to be able to learn something. What is it? Where are you going? Where will you be in five years? Where will you be in 10 years? Pick it. Because, I mean, in the end, it all starts with you, right? So, hey, listen, guys, I don't want to take more of your time than I've earned. I'm going to own this. I'm going to own this and I'll bring you along. If you're interested in waking up one day and realizing that as tough as it seems, you can actually affect change in your own life that gives you access to the things you love to do. And that's that's really what this whole story is about. When I talk about defining your best life, when I talk about that sign on the wall behind me, it's really just about, you know, how do you know where you're going if you don't define it? How do you get there if you don't define it? And sadly enough, a lot of us have acquired this image of success, which is the house, the car, the kids, the debt. We are running our debt and our income is about the same. So we don't have a lot of fluff there. Our time and our work time and our free time is about the same. So aside from an occasional weekends or four hours off here and there, we are committed to this cycle of life. And, and that's just the way it's been designed. And if you want to change it, guess where it starts? 
<laughs> I'm not going to repeat it. Hey, listen, as always, I appreciate you showing up. I appreciate you taking the time. I hope I haven't wasted it. If it seems like it's not going the way you want it to, please check back with me. My feelings won't be hurt. I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear from you on YouTube, depending on where you're listening to this. Check in with me, like, and share, because it's going to get better, because I'm not stopping. I'm going to show up every day. I'm going to be visible every day, and I'm going to share what I can with you. And, and my hope is simple. It is that I will give you something by working as hard as I do at it that will help you capture more of the life you love. Until next time, just remember, today's your day. Make it a good one.